How does Glenn 20 sound? I don't like that you aimed it at me. (laughs) (laughs) I feel targeted. (laughs) All right. From the top? Yep, from the top. Uh, neither, neither of us are drinking a canned beverage this <laughs> evening um, And I forgot to change Isaac's input on the interface Before rolling on the actual can being opened That has since been taken away So That crack brought to you by Glen 20 Berry <laughs> <laughs> Smells much better than the default original flavour um, It does Glen 20 eliminates odours, disinfects soft and hard surfaces Hmm Interesting. Available at all major retailers. <laughs> Woolworths, Coles, <laughs> all of the above. Um, but we are drinking La Iche. La Iche. This evening. No sugar. Um, I gave my first impressions uh, on the previous take. <laughs> but, uh, it's decent. Yep. It's on, on the tier list. It is between Coke, No Sugar and Pepsi Max. Yeah. It's definitely a strong second, I uh, think, of No if, Sugar, Colas. Yep. If it's um if it's not carbonated, it might even throw its way much closer to Pepsi Max, but still not overtake. Hmm. Um, True. It tastes like Pepsi Max if Pepsi Max had sugar in it. <laughs> weirdly enough. Yeah. Okay. It's. Are we sure it's got no sugar? <laughs> I I don't know. Um. It's. Is there no sugar on the bottle? It's LAI, so you probably can't trust it. Uh. But it's got an oddly smooth finish. It does actually for a. Sugar-free beverage. It's much less aggressively carbonated than yeah. a Coke as well, which yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah, No, it's pretty good. Um, and that's about all we have for this week. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> all right. What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number 21 of the Storm on the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. Uh, before we get into it, might do a quick uh, roll call. What's going on, Keelan? Yeah, what's going on, Isaac? Yeah, not a lot. The usual. What's going on, Matty? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Standard? He's got his mic turned off? No. No, not Uh, this time. Oh, I can't see him either. (laughs) (laughs) He's turned himself off. (laughs) Unfortunate. Uh, Matt has been demoted uh, to temporary guest (laughs) co-host of the show. Um, so that would make us the current only permanent, permanent hosts. Resident hosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, more to come in the coming weeks. I'm sure we're just going to keep making fun of Matt for not turning up. Um, he's probably got more important things to do, but... He's apparently interstate, but I semi-don't believe him. Yeah. Um... He could be trying out for North Melbourne Football Club. Yeah, he might be having a run. Yep. <laughs> They'll take anyone. <laughs> might be um, over in Perth, training with West Coast now that JK's finished up. Yep. <laughs> Stick him in their forward line. I mean, he's probably Spoilers. about the same height. Yeah, I reckon, and athleticism, and I reckon Matty could kick a bag of and eight. A- mm, spoilers. Maybe, you fuck. Maybe eight bags of chips. <laughs> oh, I need to hit him while he's down. Actually, I don't know why he's down because I don't know why he's not here. He's just interstate. So apparently, 
It's all a, alleged. A, a lot of <laughs> alleged interstate travel for someone who's currently unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> How can he afford it? No one knows. Um, maybe he's making under the table deals with all sorts of butchers. <laughs> And Maddie's absence is uh, why I have nominated him for this week's unofficially sponsored Super Butcher Butcher of the Week. I am totally okay with which that. Which I think is a pretty yeah, fair nomination. That, that is resounding yes for the nomination. <laughs> right. um, but actually, what's going I've, on? I've done How a Matthew you? and not not put my notes in the outline. I've just opened it now. So now we're here. That's right. Um, yeah, going all right. You know? Going all right. Um, it's been a good week, uh, except for the two nights in a row that I've slept five and a half hours. Um, thank you, nose congestion. Yeah, um, that's not ideal. Yeah, I have purchased some nighttime cold and flu tablets to absolutely knock me out knock this evening. Out. Yeah, uh, yep, yep. And uh, we'll see where it takes me. Mm-hmm. Nice. What's going on with you? Uh, not a lot. Uh, got the doms again from basketball. <laughs> Unlucky. Supposedly, massage guns uh, reduce doms. Yeah, I do have one. I should probably use it. <laughs> it's probably flat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I was no. really good at running out of battery. I don't know I whether I, I copped a knock on like my collarbone shoulder area here. Oh, that's pretty not good. pretty tender. I, I don't think there's a muscle located there, so I don't think it's that. <laughs> He's touching bone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think that, I think that's bone, and even up, you know, closer to the center of the collarbone, it's a bit sore. So not good. not sure, but we had a, had a good game. Yeah, we had did some good blocks. We oh, you got some very tasty blocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac subbed in for Zach. <laughs> The, f- um, the first one I said sent the kid back into the car park. Oh, it was even it he was knew ridiculous. it was a good block. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a good sport about it. Uh, even he went ooh on himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my no. favorite thing was when uh, well, it's not my favorite thing. My favorite thing that happened to me at basketball was when a guy clapped at my face. Well, it wasn't that close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But clapped at me when I put up a shot, mm-hmm. and then I. It was it was one of the ones I actually made. Yeah, nice. And, w- and I said thank you for applauding. <laughs> <laughs> In with the Uno reverse, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he um, he uh, he was a good sport about it too, though. That were, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. No. Always nice to uh, go up against a a jovial team. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. But yeah, another win under the belt. That's two and zero. A streak, some may say. I think it. I think <laughs> it, it can be defined as a streak. Um, and we're flying, given that we had only two big men. I think we played pretty well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We did so. We worked out pretty well. Um, speaking of streaks, this is jumping ahead to something a bit different. I didn't notice topic. any streakers at D grade basketball on Tuesday. No, <laughs> but did you see the streaker in the? I think it was the Australia Cup, maybe soccer. No. So I think it was uh, Devonport Strikers soccer team. Devonport. Yeah, made okay. it through some you know some FA Cup type qualification ah. sort of thing all the way to be the only Tassie team that's ever versed an A League team, right? So they hosted an A League team down in Devonport. Yeah, in the, in the four seats they have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up your own camping chairs. And and one of the uh, half dozen supporters. Jumped out, overweight, you know, probably late forties, early fifties guy. Oh, just what you want to see. Yeah, yeah. Proper beer belly. Got himself onto the field in a Borat mankini. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and was um, 
I, I don't actually know if he was apprehended by police or anything like that, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I'm Probably unsure. don't have any. I think yeah, the, 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 the two th- local cops were, <laughs> were at the other end of the field, so they're like, ah, he's gone. Yeah, unlucky. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think. Maybe like Channel 7 reported on it and yeah, nice. um, interviewed him after the match and they were like, they asked him, was he worried about the fine? <laughs> and he was like, what fine? <laughs> 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 Clearly didn't realise... Uh, that streaking at sports matches usually imposes some sort of fine and or ban. Well, he probably streaks at the regular Devonport be, games. Might be standard practice at which the Devonport probably, Strikers. Probably non-league, <laughs> you know. That could be how they actually qualified to verse an A-league opposition. They just threw a, <laughs> threw a Mankini striker on every match just to throw the other team Ooh. off. <laughs> yep, 12 men. <laughs> <laughs> Easy win. All right, beauty. Um... We skipped ahead and spoiled Butch for the week. That's okay. But I'm sure we can go on to the shit list and I've got no movement. Um, I mean, I could nominate my own AFL tipping because I got three out of eight this round. Really? I was one from six coming into Sunday. That is <laughs> no bueno. It was not very good. I was, I was looking like, oh really dear. good. I tipped six, nine. Nice. Nice. Snitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And they get stitches. Uh, so, yeah, that's... Uh, and six out of eight in the NRL. I did great. Oh, starts in 40 minutes if you haven't got your... Uh, I've got mine in. Yeah. Did mine earlier today. Um, yeah, but my three out of nine uh, didn't impact my position as eighth on the on the tipping leaderboard. So, that's okay. Well, if I'm honest, I don't think my six, nine uh, impacted my movement either. Let's scroll across back to AFL. Yep, still ninth. Man, I must suck at this. Hold on. I am four points behind you. Oh, and I this got three last good. week. <laughs> this is really not good. That's right. I'm ninth in the NRL, so I clearly oh. have no idea what's going on. Neither of us are winning this comp. We're giving all our money to Chris Fox's brother, I think, probably, realistically, yeah. at this point. Jason, fuck you. I don't know I don't know how you get them all right so often. Uh, and you're not listening to this, so you're not going to be offended by that. No, so, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, so other than that, no shit list movements from me. Yep, none from me. All right, beauty. Uh, should we get into the round 21 recap? Time on. Oop! <laughs> it gets worse every week. Yeah, that's the goal. Um, I don't know how much I've got in me for finals, though. Mm. I might just have to extend the length. Yeah, true. But uh, we'll have a week to prepare, prepare for it. <laughs> We've got a week off. Oh, we can have holidays. Yeah. We'll put up a 15-minute EPL recap <laughs> and then, <laughs> then move on. Oh, my Thursday in the, uh, in like two weeks' time is going to be so free. Oh, can't wait. Mm. Lovely. Although, we may do a finals preview. Oh, yeah, but Perhaps. I don't have to write recaps. No, no, that no. That takes exactly. up so much. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Being creative is difficult. I'm so happy that I had the thought of changing the recap thing you know hmm. the style that i do yep spoilers for anyone uh wanting to you know s- skip to the actual recaps uh you'll have to wait slightly longer um uh, but they're a bit shorter this week a bit more punchy less um you know minute by minute play by play from me um uh, same. And, and i'm a lot happier because it only took me i don't know 20 minutes per game like the original wow. ones did it yeah. still took me approximately a decade because uh, <laughs> of because pro- of the aforementioned uh, lack of sleep. Yeah. So concentration was at an all time low. That's fair enough. 
Um, but we'll take it. All right. Well, good news is, despite Matt's absence, mm. his notes are very much in the outline, which is great. Which is unusual because mine are not. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my pages document open next to it. Yeah, yeah. And no, I'm just going to copy them in now just so you can see that I have done my work. Sorry, sir. I'm handing in my homework late. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Um, how did you want to... Do maths games. Yeah. Mm. Uh, maybe... Just trying to look at the breakdown of them. could do like a scissors, paper, rock, and whoever whoever wins gets to choose if they do more or less. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because <laughs> I kind of I want to do less. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, rock off. And yeah. one, two, three. Rochambeau. Yeah, Rochambeau. But shoot on, shoot on bow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The culture always wins. <laughs> Rochambeau. Ah, we might be here a while. Rochambeau. God damn it. Ah, I got him. I got outplayed. <laughs> Stick with scissors every time. Uh, I went the... the oh, damn it. The reverse psychology. Yeah, I was like, he's going to go rocks. He thinks I'm going to do the scissors <laughs> again. So I'll go scissor. Oh, sorry. Fuck. Paper. Man doesn't know the one of the three options, clearly. Which, <laughs> um, as the winner, I guess you can also choose which game you want to do. Oh, interesting. But I haven't previewed any of Matt's notes. No, me neither. So I um, don't know if you're going to be able to t- pick a good one or not. Uh, I will do the... <laughs> I will do the Bulldog Stockers game. So you can do the first one. Okay, all right. Well, that's nice because that means you don't have like two in a row. Yeah, to yeah, kick yeah. Off. I'm that's... sure it'll go some something like that, but yeah, yeah, not to start. All right. So we start off the round with D's versus Pies. Uh, assume this was at the the G. Uh yes. All right. Uh, Jordan may not be degoing anywhere after kicking the Pies' first goal against the D's. Could the Chollingwood Meat Pastries continue their winning streak, or will Melbourne rev it up to max to season's end? The D's were involved and off to a dominant start, proving they had quite large nuts. <laughs> but the D's were trumped by Mason's huge appendage, which was dangling in the faces of the demons when he took a huge mark inside 50. The Collingwood Cyclops proved too intimidating to Gorn, who fell to ground as if he'd been shot after a weak contest from the seven-foot goggle-wearing Texan beanpole. <laughs> Benny Brown proved he can bend it like Beckham with a ridiculously disgusting kick that just kept coming round the bend for a major towards the end of the second. McCreary was immense against the Melbourne side. The strong and lightning-quick redhead was able to elude the demon's grasp and run run amok. Collingwood may have sold their souls to the devil to put together this incredible streak of wins, but McCreary, one step ahead, had tricked the devil as he had no soul to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good one. Yeah, good one, Matty. Uh, Maynard laid a tackle with 10 minutes left in the final term. He whacked the D's player harder than a branch snapping into your face as you trail behind your mate on a hike, and he bends the tree forwards and you f- and forgets to let you know it's coming swim- swinging back. Collingwood, 96. Melbourne, 89. I missed the margin on this game by one. Nice prediction. Yeah, very good prediction on that. Uh, I actually watched this game. It was great. It was a pretty good game. Um, Langdon, I believe, gave him gave Collingwood a bit of bulletin board material during the week. Um, oh, yeah, he said mad smacked. Didn't he? Yeah, exactly. For those who don't know what that means, basically, 
he was just uh, talking some smack and gave him a bit of a headline to put on their whiteboard in the training room <laughs> to focus on. Put on um, the dartboard. I believe he used two different animal analogies. Analogies. Anemone. Anemone. Said they were all duck and no dinner. <laughs> and they were a bit of a one-trick pony. Unlucky. In the same paragraph. Um, and then they played their one trick. He technically isn't wrong. They're good at winning in very tight contests. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what they did. They did get into him within the first 30 seconds of the match too, which was oh, quite funny. Yeah, they, um, they didn't let him have anything. No. Could have seen that coming. Really, yeah. Away. If that was the 80s, it would have been... You know, Dermot Brereton and broke the ribs <laughs> <laughs> at the start of the match. Kill him. Um, but yeah, credit to Collingwood. They did their one trick again. Credit to Collingwood and, and my off. tips. Yeah, nice one. Absolutely nailed it. All right, beauty. I think it's you. It is. Uh, Hawks vs. Suns. The, oh, not covering a Hawks game. <laughs> This is why it was easy to make my recap shorter this week. Mm, yeah, 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 true. I didn't say John Newcom 30 times. <laughs> and say Duke Newcom Duke. <laughs> a billion times. <laughs> All right, Saturday afternoon, we took a trip down to Tassie for the Hawks, hoping to swoop hard into the contest at their home away from home without flying too close to the Suns. Finn McGuinness will have wrapped his laughing gear around a cold beverage after holding Tuke Miller to just 21 touches but the Suns made up for it with David swallowing up 33 disposals in Miller's stead. Despite his name, I don't think Jai's been anywhere near an old hairbrush, but Newcomb <laughs> was well acquainted with the footy, racking up a team-high 27 touches for the Hawks. Nick Holman found himself comfortable in the greenery of the Apple Isle, plucking two majors for himself, and Gunston was deadly, firing in a nice bag of five goals for Hawthorne. Elijah Holland seemed right at home in Van Diemen's land with two goals and 23 disposals. But unfortunately for the Suns, they burnt their last very slim chance of making a debut appearance in finals, failing to convert numerous opportunities in the last quarter, kicking one goal five from seven shots, while the Hawks only registered one point at the end of the last quarter. Hawks scoring onto the win, 10-10-70 to Suns, 8-15-63. And I was right about in the under. It was quite quite gusty. Yeah. Yeah. Kicks um, were going left, kicks were going right. Now, I went out uh, for lunch with my parents and Sam on Saturday, so I didn't watch most of the match. I, we got back to my parents' place in Brisbane uh, for the last 10 minutes, right? So, majority of it I missed, unfortunately. But I got back for the interesting part, which was the very close finish. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking. Yeah. To see the Suns just miss shot after shot after shot. I'm like, oh, oh, stop it. How, how many have they missed so far this quarter? Oh, they've only kicked one goal three. And then I, and then I was like, oh, here we go. Here's another shot out in the full. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just tough. Look, they Finn weren't. Finn did have a great game, though. He did. They weren't going to make finals anyway. But there's that slim, slim little chance that they might still. But that's now been closed. extinguished. So, yeah. yeah, credit to the Hawks. Holding on. McGuinness did have a great game. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Tagging, Tagging, one of the best midfielders in the game, is going to, you know... Do some good for him. Yeah, maybe he learnt some things yeah, to yeah. bring to his own game Definitely. instead of just being a tagger. We'll see. 
Um, so we move on to Giants v Bombers, uh, which is at Giants Stadium on Saturday. The team in orange was <laughs> accused of checking out uh, by their head coach, Mark McVay, after their massive defeat to St. Kilda last week. The boys at Orange were anything but this week and got off to a red-hot start with a cheeky pre-game scuffle showing their intensity. It continued into the game where they showed promise early, kicking the first goal through Cornelio. A scuffle broke out, both teams showing a red-hot energy, and there was even a Guernsey ripped. Could this go down as the fastest Guernsey ripped, possibly? Under a minute of play on the clock. Ooh. Yep. That might actually be the fastest. <laughs> Label that under shitty statistics you'll never use again. <laughs> a, uh, they paid a free in that scuffle uh, and it gave the Giants another shot on goal before the ball had been returned to the centre circle after the first <laughs> goal uh, Himmelberg delivering the major and uh, Josh, Kill- Josh Kelly then kicked the third of their streak 17 minutes in but the Bombers hit back with three of their own to end the quarter the second started much the same as the first with a three goal run from the Giants Hogan, Green and Braun uh, only interrupted by Jake Stringer's Drake stringing together two behinds for the Bombers. We returned to the usually scheduled broadcast with a run of three from the Bombers, Gelfie, Wright and Stewart all doing the right thing in front of goal. But the scoring pattern was broken when Perryman and Perkins traded at the end of the quarter, Giants up by two at halftime. The Bombers came out of the dressing room strong in the third, kicking the second through Matt Gelfie, which was his third. Sorry, kicking the first two goals, my God, through uh, Matt Gelfie, which was his third of the game. Uh, and our mate Ben Hobbs kicking his second, sending the Bombers into an 11-point lead. Uh, I believe this was actually their first lead of the game as well on that first goal. Ooh. Uh, with the voice of McVeigh saying they checked out last week, just echoing through their heads, the Orange team hit back. Lloyd starting a goal streak that lasted seven goals and almost until the end of the game. Hogan and Green became the Giants' only two multiple goal scorers, and Hogan ended the game a hero with four goals. The Bombers managed a consolation uh, goal through Gelfie's fourth, but it was too little, too late, and the Giants won by 27 points. Giants 14-12-96, Bombers 10-9-69. Nice. Nice. (laughs) And a bit of a, I think it's a palindrome, the final score, right? Yeah. 96-69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some kind of literary thing, but with numbers. One's a bit more fun than the other one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The other one is topping and tailing when you're sleeping with a friend in bed, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is. The, uh, one's a result of the other one finishing a bit too early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cut off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, did you say you were going to do Bulldogs Dockers? Uh, yes. Say, yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, this is another Matthew review, so sorry for any Super Soldier references, Nazis... Um, racist yes, misogynistic ra- anything um, these thoughts on, are not that. my own <laughs> <laughs> I am simply a mouthpiece <laughs> alrighty the dock workers made their way down to Melbourne Docklands over the weekend to enjoy a crisp beer and lay back in the brisk winter sun the weather was beautiful not too windy at all but the dogs of the neighbourhood wouldn't shut up as the afternoon rolled in the barking continued Begin, beginning to get under the nerves of the Western Australians. Luke Beveridge heard a knock at his door. Upon answering, a man in a purple suit asked politely, Mate, can you shut your dogs up? Luke didn't appreciate this very much and went outside to stir the doggies up a little more. <laughs> Every time the dogs would bark, the dockers would kick the fence back. 
This went on and on and on, seeing neither side really accomplish anything. The second quarter was underway, and Fremantle hatched a plan to lace laxatives in slices of cheese and toss them over the fence. The unsuspecting dogs inhaled the plastic cheese singles and disappeared, spewing their guts up. Finally, the Dockers had some peace and quiet, and the kicks were and and the kicks on were underway. The score was racking up, and peace and serenity was abundant. But the mangy mutt slowly began to pick back up, and soon some whimpers and barking could be heard once more. Fremantle threatened to call the council, but Luke told them politely to fuck off, as his pets <laughs> continued to disturb the suburban area with incessant barking. Frio knew that would be up to them to settle this petty neighbourhood feud, the age-old battle of man versus dog. Come the final term, the dockers packed up and headed inside. They closed the curtains and cranked up the TV. They drowned out the dog's noise and settled into the lounge in peace. Final score, Frio 95, Bulldogs 78. What did we say last week? Best dry weather team. <laughs> and then I tipped the Bulldogs. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Oh, lordy. Yep. Uh, Just idiots, the lot of us. Docklands for Dockers. You'll yep, find us up. out the front of Dockland Stadium out, or, or in front of the AFL offices picketing for a Frio relocation. <laughs> WA doesn't need two teams. No, exactly. Silly gooses. Anyone even want to go to Fremantle? Actually, I don't know what's, ni- what's nicer, Frio or Perth, so I'm just going to leave that one. Who knows? Why would we find out? <laughs> <laughs> well, forget it ridiculously long flight over there to figure that out and that's not going to happen why don't we have a long drive instead cross the Nullarbor ticket off the bucket list let's walk it I would rather I would rather drive it but I would rather drive it than fly I think yeah because it's an experience for the experience yeah for yeah. the culture it's not about the destination it's a journey in it <sighs> <laughs> this ain't one of those movies <laughs> We don't even have good vibes most of the time and you're coming in here with some rom-com bullshit. (laughs) I think our vibes are pretty high. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah. (laughs) The vibes are high. The room is small. (laughs) I am down with the sickness. (laughs) Alrighty, I think I'm up again. Oh, Oh, the double header. I've lost my spot. Here we go. Alrighty. Feeding time, Saturday night at the Cattery. And the Cats were sitting fat at the top of the ladder after getting the cream in their last 10 matches. Their most recent loss in round 9 at the blessed hands of this week's visitors, the Saints. There were definitely no strange things happening in Geelong on Saturday night. Tom Hawkins was in full flight, wheeling and dealing, 3 goals won. And Isaac Smith forged his own luck, fashioning 3 pieces of his finest work for the Cats. Jeremy Cameron contributed... A couple of nice clips to the highlight reel with two goals of his own. Higgins did his best to help the Saints weather the Geelong Storm. Jack chasing down two goals. And Tim Membry was the only other Saint who could remember how to count higher than one, kicking two goals for himself. It was crouching Saint, not so hidden Bradley. Crouch leading the match in both disposals and tackles with 28 and 10. And Bradley Hill found himself with a mountain of work to do off half-back. The Saint amassing 26 holy tablets. 
Brandon Parfait whipped up 25 touches and the fruits of his labour were a match-high 10 clearances. And Geelong proved why they're the best team in the competition, adding another win to their tally after hammering home 17 goals and crucifying St Kilda by 45 points. Oh no, I don't have the overall score. What have I done? Geelong, 17-8-110. St Kilda, 10-5-65. Yeah, look. There were some great subtleties in that. (laughs) I particularly liked Strange Things and Hawkins. Yep. Delightful. Thank you. Have you just been watching that recently, or you just, just popped in your mind? No, it just popped in my mind. I, I've, you know, I'm up to date on the show. Oh God bless! Let's speed. spoil it for everyone. Um, everyone does. Uh, uh, Teenagers are just finding out about angsty. Whatever her name is that writes the song with the hill or something. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. Good song though. Bit of a tune. Yeah. It's on my. It's and, on my rotation at the moment. Oh yeah, Metallica. Ah, oh, oh, so we better not get into it. Oh, you'd be using these tissues for crying if That's we get true. into it too much. I had a little double entendre as well, whipping in... Um... Yeah, whipping. <laughs> whipping in the parfait. Yeah, whipping yeah. in the parfait. No, that that was good. That but was even great. even the Tom Hawkins bit where I put wheeling in there. Nancy Wheeler. Ah, oh, <laughs> true. <laughs> Very deep like subtleties yeah, in no, here. That's great. <laughs> I also like the Higgins Storm Chasers. That's a good one. Thank you. I'm glad you got that one yeah. too. <laughs> Oh, fucking echo chamber. We all like <laughs> the same shit. Uh, I don't have the score for this, but I'm going to ac- endeavor to get the score while I do the recap. So Fair let's enough. see if I can do two things at once. Here. We're not actually... Um, oh, I'll type it in there for you as you read. Oh, I'll God bless. How's that um, for... We're not actually service. sitting across the room from each other. We're side by side with our spare hand on each other's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Just stroking each other off with these recaps. Sorry, you've missed out, Matty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next game was Port v. Tigers at the Adelard Oval. I don't like how I did that, <laughs> I but like you're just going to get it. All right, it's what it is. Uh, Daniel Rioli got the party started after Richmond managed 10 effective disposals all in their forward half in the first minute and a half. Port took a bit longer to get going, the urgency of their season being on the line clearly not a worry for them. Charlie Dixon took their first inside 50 mark five minutes in, converted for their first major, before following up with his second three minutes later. Lynch kicked the Tigers back in front, and it could have been a whole lot, uh, whole lot more uh, than the one-point lead, with uh, Lynch missing another attempt and Bolton looking dangerous as always, but only managing two behinds. It was unusual suspect for the next goal, Jack Ross kicking a goal for the Tigers with his first scoring attempt of the season. Ooh, well done. Xavier de Erzma uh, mm. reduced the deficit to under a goal, but Shea Bolton kicked his first of the night after the siren, to get the Tigers in front by nine at the first break. The second was tied again, with both teams registering three majors each. The contest was on, but Port's poor form playing out of the back allowed Richmond pressure and the uh, made the Tigers look like the better team going into the third, even though they were only up by eight. Uh, the conditions started to get slippery in the third, and the Port started flowing, with Bergman kicking the first for the quarter. Port may have started well, but the Tigers got growling soon after. Tom kicking two in quick succession to establish a 15-point margin. Butters got one back, but the uh, Tigers showed their dominance in the wet, stacking on five in a row through Morris Rioli, Rewalt, Lynch with his fourth, Bolton with his third, and Cumberland with his second snag of the night. Finlayson managed to get one back for the power, but they went into the last break down by 34. 
Uh, the goals dried up in the fourth, but the conditions did not. The rain falling, Connor Rosie decided it was uh, time to start flying and took a big leaping mark in the goal square to set him up for the first of the final term. It was huge. Yeah. Uh, and he landed with such elegance. Oh. Uh, on his feet, I believe. I'm so. still undecided whether that makes it better or worse. Because it was in the wet, I'm very surprised that he kept his feet. Mm. Um, it was... It was wet in the third quarter, but in the fourth, like you could actually tell it was raining on the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was quite, quite slippery, um, and he held his feet quite nicely. It was beautiful. Um, uh, unfortunately, though, that's where the port highlights end, <laughs> <laughs> and their goal scoring dried up entirely. The remaining two goals of the game coming from Bolton, who kicked his fourth, and Pickett, who converted from the pocket near the fence and politely shushed the port fans after converting. Final score, Port Adelaide 10-11-71, Richmond 16-13-109. Bolton for inaccurate team of the week. He may have kicked four goals, but he kicked five behinds. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel Rioli was just beautiful going forward off halfback. He must have been in legitimately two-thirds of the Richmond highlights. (laughs) Um, Can't complain with his efforts. He He just turns on the afterburners too, quite often. Oh, yeah. Finds another gear. Turns up. Oh, see ya. Bye. Yeah. Yep. Clean pair of heels. Thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, we've got another Matt recap. And we've got North v Swans. In what can only be described as a cruel and unusual punishment, the championship winning 1996 Northside came together pre-game and were forced to watch as the 2022 team displayed just how far the once proud club had fallen. <laughs> Well, the club is still proud and has loyal members, but what Brad Scott had done can never be undone. Like marrying an ex-porn star. <laughs> <laughs> Every team's just run through them this season. Well, footage of them being railed by 18 burly men will always be available online for the world to see. <laughs> North, like an old pair of underwear. <laughs> the elastic was still good and Sydney was uh, safely contained. But as the game transpired, bits began to slip out. <laughs> it was time for the Kangas to admit they needed a new pair of tactics. The pesky swans flew circles around the kangaroos, but they continued to fight back, never letting the birds get out of sight. Lance Franklin, like a golden retriever bowling over a small child, <laughs> uh, knocked a couple of roos off, their, uh, off onto their backsides. Uh, making them look foolish as the veteran of the game showcased that he's still a force in the game and not slowing down. The human Suvlak. Do you reckon it's Suvlaki? Suvlaki? I don't know. I don't know. We'll go with it. Suvlak snatched himself up a bag of marbles, which had him grinning ear to ear, along with Zerhar kicking a major or two to keep the sight ignited. I want to know, was it a major or two? Matt, <laughs> this is ambiguous. <laughs> Uh, it was quite a game going into the third before the Sydney side blasted off to infinity and beyond, leaving the ruse behind like Disney's box office disaster, Lightyear. Hey, I saw Lightyear. Wasn't bad. This is not part of the recap. Not bad? Yeah, it's not I bad. I went to watch it on Disney Plus, right? Or we'll, Is it already we'll, out on Disney Plus? Well, we Man, were looking for something to watch, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, let's watch that. Yeah. And what they had released was the, like mini documentary of the production of Lightyear. Oh, okay. And I was like, okay, sick. And um so it's probably cool watching, you know, if you like watching dudes on computers ren- Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that would have yeah. been cool. Um yeah. but then I google it and we're like, 
you know, three weeks early of it when ah. it was coming to Disney Plus. I was okay. like, ah, okay, maybe I'll get back to it at some point. Yeah, look, it's not bad. If people, some people don't like how he looks in it, but also it's modern. Deal yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but sorry, Matthew, to completely derail your um, recap here. We'll continue back with North managed to rack up a huge score in the 80s. A welcomed sign from some of the games of the past where the AFL side was unable to still, uh, total more than 35 points. All in all, the latter part of the season has shown some promise for the club and fingers crossed next year they don't take a home record for three wooden spoon seasons in a row. <laughs> Final score, Sydney 18-18-126, North Melbourne 13-10-88. That could have been a massive game. That could have been 300 points <laughs> if, if the teams had kicked straight. <laughs> yeah, legitimately, yeah. I, um, di- I didn't watch it, but uh, I assume that there weren't 18 difficult chances that all ended in no, the lines. No, absolutely Sydney, not. I assume some were just butchered. Um, Jaden Stevenson, mm. Jaden Sleevelson, probably going to get dropped this week, I'd imagine. He had two terrible clangers. Right. Well, one of them, Sydney had the ball coming through, you know, midfield wing ish area, and he just cruises through the protected zone, fifty meters. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, he's slowly jogging back, right, uh, continuing on, and the ball pretty much gets handballed behind him, and whoever took it just runs in and kicks an easy goal. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, no. he had the kick out. Yep. Um, and he just kicked it straight into the arms of Lance Franklin. It's not a good move. No. And then he stopped and like looked sideways at the ground in like disbelief and Lance just plays on around him and kicks a goal. (laughs) 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 Oh, like you can at least show that you're trying when you're fucking up that hard. Jeez, it was shocking. Um, to fact check what he said, Zaha kicked... Two goals, one. Yeah, okay. But credit to Suvlaki, kicked a big seven goals, zero. Seven did goals. Did I skip over that, or did he actually? No, not he mention sort it? of mentioned it, but he didn't. He didn't throw a number. Well, it wasn't on Pacific. It. No, he yeah. just said a bag Surprise of marbles. He didn't. But yeah, I I don't think marbles had come in sevens. So no, exactly. Yeah. But um, I guess North can thank half their points. You'll thank him for half their points. <laughs> Hence why they usually get thirty-five because he doesn't normally kick seven in a match. There's a bit of a running theme with that in a couple of games this week. Um, spoiler alert, Seven wasn't even the biggest bag this week. <laughs> I thought Gunston's we Five was good. Yeah, Gunston's Five looked mm. good too, but not good enough for bag- biggest bag of the week. Mm. Alrighty. Um, I believe it's me. Yeah. Alrighty. We've got Lions versus Blues. The penultimate game of the round had us parade up to the home ground of the proud pride of Brisbane, <laughs> the Gabatoire. <laughs> Pop filter check. <laughs> I held the mic so far away, I really hope that didn't come through. If it did, I'm sorry for my, to myself tomorrow when I've got AirPods in editing this uh, and it just blasts me. Oh, God. Lockie had, had the Brisbane faithful kneeling before him as he amassed... 32 touches and 9 clearances following his goal, which was the first of the match. Zach Bailey helped fortify Brisbane's push for a top four spot, securing four goals. And after much criticism in the footy media, Dan made sure his free agency value mix stayed high, kicking four (laughs) goals of his own. 
Zach Fisher hooked into two goals too for Carlton. And Car- uh, and Charlie clearly Kerr knows something about kicking goals, giving the rest of the Blues some clues with two straight shots. <laughs> Doherty unloaded plenty of possessions along with McCluggage, both Sam and Hugh packing in 28 touches. Huge. Despite leaving the Stanley Street door wide open and Carlton just about blowing in eight goals in the last quarter, double what they'd put up in the first three, the Lions hung onto their prey, beating the Blues to the tune of 33 points. Brisbane, 17-12, 114. Carlton, 12-9, 81. Huge. in full effect. Massive. Watching that game, I was like, where have I seen this before? <laughs> <laughs> Lions versus MCG, perhaps. Ooh. <clears throat> and they were storming home with the wettest of sails, the Blues. Um. But luckily, the Lions also managed to kick four goals of the, their own in the last quarter to Carlton's eight. Um, massive win for anyone that took the the over in this match, the over total <laughs> points, with uh, you know a good what seventy two points at least kicked in the last quarter. Really pushed the total up. Jesus, yeah, massive. Uh, I was, saw on the AFL app that Crips is. Peeling a ban from that game. Yes. And it said, live news. And uh, Any updates? No, not that I can see. Uh, still that it's their bidding. Allegedly, it was, an, it was updated 11 minutes ago, but uh, no. Not seeing many updates. No, not seeing anything. There's updates on other stories. Oh, it's the whole AFL live news blog. Oh, you're bullshit. joking. Yeah, it's clickbait. They've clickbaited me. And it's AFLW news uh, that was updated 11 minutes ago, even though it says Crips banned. Sorry, VFL news. And then before that was AFLW news. Clickbait me in. Mm. Sorry. That's how they get you. Yep. Uh, but yes. <clears throat> still uh, in the tribunal, I guess. Yep. For a two-match ban mm-hmm. on a on a big hit. Uh, okay. Final game of the round. Saw the Battle of the Skies. Eagle v. Crows. Eagles v. Crows. Um, although it basically was Eagle v. Crows. <laughs> um, the Eagles fans came out on, uh, in force on Sunday. A big showing of over 50k as they said farewell to one of their greats, which is their biggest crowd this season. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but the Crows put a damper on the mood early. They scored the first three, two for Laird and one for Hinge, and raced away to an early 18-point lead before Kennedy marked his final game with his first goal. Shane McAdamick stopped the Eagles' advance with his first goal, but Josh Kennedy was just getting started. He kicked another two, and his teammates only managed three behinds between them and went into the first break down by three. What a great start for punters like myself who had Josh Kennedy three-plus Actually, goals. Oh, you just kicked that one off early, don't mm-hmm. you? Yeah, easy clap. I was like, oh, beauty. Money before quarter time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you'd be worried if you, if you tipped the Eagles, though. Uh, whoops <laughs> the Crows got off the mark early again in the second Murphy hitting the scoreboard in under a minute but the Eagles got behind Kennedy and assembled a goal scoring ensemble cast with Cripps and Darling both getting majors before Kennedy kicked his fourth for the day McHenry was taken high in the pack and got Adelaide back on the scoreboard and Jugan and Fogarty then traded to end the half with the Eagles up by two and a fairy tale ending um, hopes alive for Team Kennedy <laughs> 
Unfortunately, the Kennedy fairy tale hopes were soon dashed. Adelaide managed to take the lead back and pile on four goals before Kennedy retaliated. He managed to kick another uh, another for the quarter, but he was alone on the scoreboard for the Eagles in the third, kicking the uh, two goals to Adelaide's five, and the Crows took a 17-point lead into the last. That was a horrible sentence, and I had to <laughs> add additional words in there, so sorry if that read like... A bit of start-stop action. <laughs> the fourth saw the emotional roller coaster for Eagles fans continue. The third quarter, seemingly just the uphill thing that makes a lot of noise at the start of the roller coaster, the tick 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 thing. And the fourth was the real start of the roller coaster. The adrenaline flowed uh, as they flowed down the track, and they saw them kick the first two goals of the quarter through Crips and Darling, each their second for the game. But the loop approached, the coaster slowing as it began to began to loop around, and Fogarty kicked his second. But we know how loops work. The adrenaline flowing as the G-forces uh, keeping everyone right in their seats as Kennedy uh, kicked his seventh for the game. Uh, in boring roller coaster design, they had thrown the exact same loop in again, Fogarty kicking his third before Kennedy kicked his mammoth eighth for Ooh. the game. But alas, all roller coasters come to an end, and unfortunately for Eagles fans, this one was bittersweet. Just like the old roller coaster of the same name, Darcy Fogarty was a lethal weapon and kicked his fourth to go alongside Himmelberg's second to keep the Eagles beyond wing's reach right at the very end. Which is difficult given that um, Wedgetail Eagles have a huge wingspan. Massive. Yeah, just massive wingspan. Um, and just like the lethal weapon uh, roller coaster, Eagles fans at the ground were probably glad that they were uh, a part of it but probably wouldn't line back up to see it again. <laughs> a win would have been nice, but at least they didn't continuously hit their heads on the harnesses <laughs> in the actual old Lethal Weapon roller coaster. <laughs> Eagles 13-8-86. Uh, uh, Crows 16-6-102. Josh Kennedy, <laughs> eight goals, one behind, I believe. He had the... <laughs> like literally two-thirds of the The, the Randy Marsh of bags for the weekend. <laughs> In his wheelbarrow, the biggest bag. The biggest eight bag goals. of balls. Yeah. The the plan was obviously for you know a team that's way down the bottom of the ladder. They're not tr- really trying to win anyway. Yeah. But no. Just get Kennedy a big bag, and it paid off. And it paid <laughs> off. The Crows couldn't do anything to stop it. Um, there was a couple of plays where Kennedy just you know went all himself. He should have should have passed the ball. It would have been so much easier. But it kicked the goal anyway. So. Doesn't matter. His last, I think, um, was like such a scuffle, like basically mm. on the goal line yep. from Jack Darling getting wrapped up with some other bloke, yep. and it just fell in Kennedy's arms yep. and just, exactly. just banged it through. It was, it was great. But yeah, first quarter was a great start. Three plus goals done. Is I it? had four plus, and most bookies just do five plus as a max. So I had all the way up to that. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming. That was that was over before three quarter time finished. Yeah, because he kicked. Four on the four on the first and four on the second half. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> nicely distributed. <laughs> so yeah, pretty good. Um, speaking of the lethal weapon, which obviously doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, now the Gotham Asylum, Arkham Asylum ride, right? I think. Yes. Yeah. Which also doesn't exist anymore now. Oh, because they're building Wizard of Oslan at Movie World, where oh, the Arkham the Asylum f- ride. What was. the fuck? Yeah. So many head injuries. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. It could be. Well, so those corkscrews. Yeah. Do, 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 head between the harness. Mm-hmm. Still sh- still scarred. <laughs> <laughs> still CTE'd. Yeah. <laughs> still banned from the AFL. <laughs> but 
I'm not. Uh, I'm not too angry at them getting rid of it because it wasn't exactly the best role. Uh, it sucks that there's one less like yeah adult ride at Movie World. Yeah, because it means it means the crowds like, are going to be less distributed. Too. Exactly, and it means there's like you know three real roller coasters in Movie World. Green Lantern goes for about two and a half seconds. That Joker, Sometimes that Joker one looks enough. all right. Sometimes no, thirty seconds is never <laughs> enough. Uh, Green Lantern. Count it on a technicality. It's a mouse Count trap. It because it does ride. that does that thing where it inverts you, kind of. As yeah, it goes like over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the Superman, and, and then the, the Joker the, one. Yeah, the DC Rivals hypercoaster. That was up. Yeah. <laughs> this has been brought to you by <laughs> Village Roadshow. <laughs> I can't believe you got the full name of the roller coaster. <laughs> Fucking Ooh. outrageous. Buy your locals only Village Road Show theme parks pass for only all three parks, <laughs> all three parks plus, plus Paradise um, Country, Paradise Country for one hundred and eighty dollars. If they roll in some sort of like Top Golf discount, oh, that would be huge, be saucy ass. Yeah, I'd get around that. Yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd be buying that. Uh, put it out there. I am a subscribing customer for oh. th- uh, Village Road Show theme parks pass. I'm grandfathered in on the nine dollars a month plan. That no longer exists. Nice. And I'm just going to keep it because you go to a theme park twice in a year and you've got your money back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good value. Yeah, it's yeah. not the best. Just tick it off. You used to be able to, say, get it for like 99 bucks for a 12-monther. Yeah. Right? So, it works out slightly more than that, than what it used to be. But now it's like 160 for 12 months for an adult. So, I'll keep my plan. Thank you very much. Log that in on subscriptions. We cannot cancel. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like if my card expired, it would go away because it's a direct debit from my bank account. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way. It's probably really difficult I'm, to turn off too. So I, don't, I hope you don't change do bank and forget because that'd be mm, not ideal. That would not be ideal. Maybe you should put it on a whiteboard, but write it in permanent marker or something yeah, just so yeah, you always exactly. know. Spray paint it on the fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, shoe ins, though, I suppose. Or do we have to do the tips? Uh, no, shoe and recap first of okay. what we've got. Uh, so, both Maddie and I were on the Lions, who won easily at the Gabatoire, despite trying to throw it away by 33 points. Yep. And yourself? Uh, even easier with Geelong by 45. At the Cattery. At the Cattery. Yep. So, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Easy as you like. Uh, Right. I haven't previewed this week's games. Oh, you haven't looked? No, I haven't looked at all. This is all... Low-key, I have fresh. a very important meeting booked in. That's the name of the meeting. Yep. Every Thursday afternoon uh-huh. with in my work calendar where I chat to my mate about... Kind of rude not to. Yeah, about yep. footy tips every week. So, <clears throat> I've already previewed some of this and done my tips, but time for just the tips. Round 22. <sighs> That's. I mean, it's good. <laughs> Um, so we kick off at Marvel, St. Kilda versus Lions. Mm-hmm. I think it's Lions. It might be in Melbourne, but it's not at the MCG. It's not Lions versus MCG, so it's going to be Brisbane that's going to get my pick. You never know what St. Kilda's going to turn up, though. Yeah, so it could be a good game. It could be a good game. But for the love of tipping, I hope Brisbane wins. Yes. Maybe I should just tip the underdog for every game. It's the only way I'm getting up there. You know? Like, yeah, I've likewise. got no chance of actually winning. Well, 
like that's what I tried last week and got three, so unlucky. Yeah, not great. Um, Still didn't drop down the leaderboard though, <coughs> so that shows how good I've been doing. Yeah. All right. Oh, uh, two tissues at once. Oh no, that's one. These are huge. Yeah, they're big boy tissues. I feel bad using them all. They carry um a hefty load. <laughs> What's the the big boy clothes that um at Kmart? Uh, I don't know. The big boy section. Um, I I don't shop. I, I shop at Johnny Big for my big and tall attire. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Johnny Big it is. The, the Johnny Big of cleaners. <laughs> uh, all right. So, next game. Back at back at Marvel. Back at Captain Stadium. Immediately for Bulldogs versus Giants, the Western Grudge match, if you will. These teams don't <laughs> like each other. Yeah, Ooh, big Stefan Martin's back in for the Bulldogs. Haven't seen him around for a bit. Interesting. Uh, yeah, look, I don't think that the orange team is going to be winning this one. It's going to be tough for the for the men in orange. Yeah. Um, the Which, ta- the we- tangerine tangerines, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say say that orange bit a lot in my recap, but given that orange doesn't fucking rhyme with anything, it just like. My ideas died out very quickly. Bit tough. To put um, together. And for those who didn't see, we're making fun of the commentator who called them the orange team or something during Giants last game. Um, I forget her name, but it was funny. Everyone messes up sometimes. Everyone in the Facebook comments reckons she should never commentate again. <laughs> I think that's a little bit harsh. Bit harsh. Yeah, it's just slip of the tongue I mean I'm sitting here absolutely spouting shit so um, everyone fucks up at some stage exactly yeah BT said plenty of stupid things oh amen so you know um, but yeah sorry we tip Bulldogs <laughs> yeah. moving on Bulldogs um, Toby Green's out for the season as well oh I didn't see that when I watched the game I think he's got a fractured thumb maybe oh. so he needs to get surgery I also, um, hurt, he, he, I also hurt my thumb this week. Yeah, I think he injured it in the warm-ups and then played through. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but I bet he didn't try and catch a basketball and then high-five his own thumb on the end, like I did. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> I'm such an idiot. <laughs> probably not. It's the dogs. Hand right. coordination. Uh, Adelaide Oval for Crows versus North Melbourne. Yeah, no, it's um, it's the Crows. It's probably the Crows. They look good. Um, they did look West Coast, good. but yeah. you know it's West Coast. That yeah, one one echelon above North Melbourne. West yeah, Coast. so yeah, it's probably going to be a little bit stinkier for yeah. for this one. Maybe get a you know a Tex Walker three plus. I think Fogarty he only kicked plus. one. He only kicked one last yeah, week. Yeah, it was quiet. Was, yeah, um, but Fogarty's been pretty good for them. Yeah, yeah, Fogarty's been great. He definitely ramped up towards the end. Yep. Uh, but it's definitely definitely Adelaide. Yep, definitely. This is just the last Gold Coast home game of the season? It is. Uh, I'm going to have boots on the ground, uh, supported by one friend of the show, Josh. Um, shout out, Josh. Shout out, Josh. Um, I do have three other tickets to sling out to people that, yeah, need, sorry. that need to be used. Yeah. Uh, Salty so, season shooting music video on Saturday, so unfortunately yeah. I'm unavailable. Fair enough. Um, I'm trying to think of people to send them to, but if I don't find it, then I might just go on the Gold Coast Suns fan page or something. And Isn't Dan back in the country? 
Uh, he might be. I suppose he should be. He should be by now. I might find him a Zachy. message. Zach said he was busy. Oh, bullshit. Yeah. Fucking dog. But he pays 2K a month for Patreon and then won't even come to the <laughs> for, you know, 20 bucks. Plus the price of beers, so yeah. upwards of 300. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. For and beer. And beer, yeah. Inflation. That, that's for high. a... um. That's for a Brookvale Union ginger beer one standard in a can. <laughs> Are they technically premix? Uh, yes. No, no wonder they're fucking so expensive. Yeah. yeah, yeah, outrageous. Or like the rum and cokes that you buy there in a can that are also one standard and like fourteen bucks. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Joke. Not drinking so much cheaper, even though a coke is still like seven dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still half the price. Yeah. Um. But Suns hosting the Cats at the Solarium. Yeah. The Cats aren't the only team with a great nickname stadium, the Cattery. The Gabatois also exists, but the Solarium also exists. <laughs> <laughs> to some people, it does. People are saying, a people select, are calling it the Solarium. <laughs> a select few. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Geelong's going to win. Yeah. So I've tipped Geelong. But I, mean, I hope the boys have a good contest either way. And it's going to be wet on Saturday, apparently. It's meant to be raining. Ooh. So, you know, it could be a bit closer than expected. Yeah, and I don't, I don't nice. think Geelong's going to be slacking off. Uh, so, unfortunately, it is Geelong. No, it looks like they're arresting a couple people, maybe. Oh, including, actually? Including Isaac Smith. But, you know, they've still got... they got Rowan, Selwood, pensioners. Dangerfield, Blitzars all coming back to get tuned up. So, that'll be all right. Um, Gold Coast have a double dose of Sam coming back in. Sam Day, Sam Flanders. Don't mind Sammy Day. One of my favourite sons. Been around a while. He's been around a good while. Um, but yes, the Cats probably winning that one. Unfortunately. Um, MCG on Saturday night. We have the D's versus the Blues. And I'm tipping the D's. I'm tipping the D's as well. Uh, there's a good joke for the recap next week here. Yeah. Staring us right in the face. Like, you know, the long shaft of the devil no, when you I make can't. a deal with him. I'm not seeing any anything obvious here. That's all right. No. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers, don't skip ahead. Please don't skip ahead to next week's episode, <laughs> Lord. How are you doing it? Time travel? Or are you just <laughs> listening to our episodes too late to put your tips in? Yeah, exactly. Probably that. Um, but yeah, it's going to be the D's. Yeah. Um, Optus Stadium. Ooh. I'm kind of surprised that Kennedy's not playing this game. Yes, that he didn't wait until this game to be his send-off. Maybe they know, he knows that it's just going to be an absolute fucking mauling. Yeah, exactly. I'm, But I'm also not surprised that he picked, you know, a lesser, equally lesser team like yeah. Adelaide to try and kick a bag against, which he did successfully. So credit to him. Rides off into the into the sunset. Into the sunset on that coast, definitely. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You, it, oh, literally off the coast. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there is positives for WA. That's probably the only thing they've got going. That's on, the only thing I can think of. Yeah, yeah. That and they have call centers over there that cover the rest of Australia. Like. They can extend business hours for call centers because they're a few hours behind over there. Oh, that's the only other that's, co- that's actually quite convenient. Kind of convenient. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
It's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah. If you're going to phone lines open to, you know, seven or whatever. How delightful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, free over West Coast is free. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No Kennedy, no Tim Kelly because he's sussied. Um, Willie Rowley's out for personal reasons. Oh, poor Philip. Black jelly bean. There we go. Getting, uh, getting uh, a yeah. huge Dixon back. But, um, yeah, free mantle. Uh, all right, back to the MCG. Richmond versus Hawthorne. Clash of, you know, variations of yellow. <laughs> yep. Um, Hawks. But I think Richmond will probably win. I think Richmond's going to win as well. And really cement that spot in the top eight. Yeah. Which is a bit dangerous because you don't want to play Richmond in finals. No, they turn it on finals. Um... Unfortunately, this could blow out a touch. Yeah, could be a very um, big win. But percentage booster, if you will. Yep. Um, but also, I hope not. But yeah, I'm going to pick Richmond. Yeah, Richo. Uh, SCG, Sydney Collingwood. Huge game. Yeah. Game, game of the round, likely. Yeah, no, I think so. Um, Collingwood by eight. <laughs> <laughs> It's already a sellout. Actually? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and it's meant to be wet. Ooh. I think. Actually, let me double check that. I feel like that's what it said just before, but... Um, yeah, this will be a great game to watch. Now, Sydney are pretty strong favourites. Uh, what's this, on Sunday? Yeah, 3.20pm on Sunday. Sunny then. Yeah. So it's fine. That'd be good viewing. Yeah. Um, this will be a great game. Yeah, 100%. Now, Collingwood's one trick is to play at some sort of outstanding pace and just outrun the other team, it seems. Yeah. They're pretty good at it. They keep Un- doing it. Unfortunately, Melbourne fell into their trap of trying to do the same thing. Stupid. Stupid because Collingwood was clearly better than them at doing that. Yep. I think the odds are the way they are because it's an SCG game. One. And two, because Sydney can play the way that can neutralise Collingwood's run. Sydney have historically been a very stoppage-heavy team. Yeah, okay. Kick possession, kick possession, slow it down, pick off passes rather than, you know, scramble the ball forward and run for your life sort of team. So I'm picking the Swans. And it would really drive home uh, a top four spot for the Swans as well. Uh, yeah, given that they're on the same points as Lions and Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. They, if if Sydney beats Collingwood, then um, I would think, yeah, all the other teams will be, all of them will be on equal points then for, you know, shared second. But mm. Collingwood drops to fifth because of their abysmal percentage for a you know, for they increased very... their percentage by like point zero three or something <laughs> last week. So, uh, congrats to the boys. But yeah, no, I think this may be the end. Of the streak end, maybe the week the streak ends. I think this is uh, the week. I'm calling this is the week. It was either this or next week, right? Because they played Geelong next week. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they've got a tough run in. I don't think they're. Oh, 
They could, though. No. Who do they play? I could have sworn they played... No, Geelong plays West Coast because they've got two reasonably cruisy games heading into finals, which could be dangerous. It's going to lock them in Uh, Carlton, last round. So, you think the Pies will win that, but that's also going to be another huge game. Maybe it was something saying if they met in finals, it would be... And they yes. both win until then. Yep. Yes, correct. Um, but that will be a tough game because if yeah. Carlton loses, likely against Melbourne, they'll really need to win that one <laughs> yeah. to play finals. Yeah, given that they're sitting on seventh, only two points ahead of Richmond, four points ahead of St Kilda. Yep, exactly. So they'll be uh, just ahead of the Bulldogs, basically. Mm. Who will probably hop St Kilda and Richmond will be just ahead of them. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick Sydney for the... Uh, oh, but I want to pick the Pies. No, I'm picking the Pies for the culture. Extend the, the, for streak. the streak. Yeah. And keep, I'm going to call alive. it... I'm going to call it nine points the margin. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. That's a pretty reason, margin reasonable margin. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is allegedly a pick em ish It's close odds on points, but... Yep. Uh, where are we? We're at Marvel for Bombers versus Port. I think Bombers. But also... Who did uh, I pick? Who's back in for... Did Port have Marshall back? Or was he out for a while? Uh, no, he's back. And they oh. got Georgiades back. Okay, yeah, no, actually I picked Port. Oh, this one's tough. I think I picked Bombers. Because they both got spanked last week. Yeah, they both didn't do a great job last week. And just because it's in Melbourne. I'm going to pick Port because Marshall. Yeah, that's tough. If you pick differently to me, this could literally decide our tipping season. We're playing for 8th and ninth. <laughs> <laughs> we're both getting relegated either way, I think. Yeah, we're dropping down to the championship after this. Um... No, I've done too much flip-flopping this season, so I'm going to stick with the Bombers, even though it makes no sense in my head now. Yeah, okay. But But it might make sense to you tomorrow. Exactly. not make sense the next day. Exactly, exactly. But to make it up the other way, to make myself feel okay about it, I'm going to back in Todd Marshall for three goals. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I was going to take him for returning snag bag Reno, actually. Yep, yep. Oh. oh, God, excuse me. That's the Leiche hitting right. good. So, that's the that's just the tips. Um, we'll throw our, yeah, throw our snag bags in in a second. Put him on the list right now. But, um, shoe-ins. All right, a couple of Luke shoeys. Shoe-ins <laughs> here. Um, I'm going to take... See, I... I need to turn off the odds on the AFL app or something. I need to hide the odds because you, they play with... It's can. an option. It's an option. I know yeah. it's an option. But it plays with my brain and I go, oh, Bulldogs are only paying $1.17. Why would I pick them for a shoe and there's no value in it? It's like, yes, there is, you idiot. It's just a tip. There's no, there's no yeah, there's... monetary gain. Um, Bulldogs. I'm picking Bulldogs. Hey, yeah, dog. Uh, <laughs> the Giants have no one without Toby Green, basically. He's pretty much their whole team. Well, Canelio was captain on the weekend and actually scored a goal and played That's well, rare. which is odd for him. Yeah, 
um, normally crumbles. No, they do have other good players, but I don't think they're going to be able to run with the dogs. Yeah, no. The dogs need to win to play finals. This is like they're tough two biggies. games out, and they've got the Giants and the Hawks, so that'll be huge down in in Tassie. I'm picking the dogs because they need to win. Must yeah, win okay. for the dogs. Uh, look, I kind of want to pick Frio because <laughs> there's no way the Eagles are beating them. Hey, it's within the rules, and yeah. I think you're spot on. I'm gonna chuck that in the in this document because I don't have the spreadsheet open. Yep, that's fine. We can add it in later. What did you say? Uh, Bulldogs. I'm taking Bulldogs. Yeah, and Matt will take North. <laughs> can't, can't pick again. Yeah, okay. He he didn't submit one, so technically we can assign him a game. I think that's fair. I think it's only fair, and we have to give him an away well, team because. Tipping comps usually get the home team yeah, as an automatic selection. Away team. And the away team would yeah. be North Melbourne at Adelaide Oval. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes too much sense. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna message him, shoe in, and if he doesn't respond in the next two minutes, he's getting north. So yep. by the time we pick snag baggers, if he doesn't have any any shoe ins, he's done. All right, beauty. Um, Let's do a quick scour. Oh, I put it in the wrong section. I'm so sorry. That's okay. We can fix it. Now, Toddy Marshall. Oh, absolutely. No, I'm not going to put down my name on there because we both we both are back in that. We'll just assemble assemble a list. Yeah, this is, this is just a I collective. GDs will also get on it if he's back. George RDs. Yeah, GDs. Yeah, yeah. yeah GDs. Definitely. Yep. Um. Just a quick Who scour. do I know is coming back? Uh, oh, actually, uh, big news. Mm-hmm. Ben Cunnington making his return oh. after... Uh, ball cancer. Testicular tec- tec- <laughs> cancer. Ball cancer. We made a Randy Marsh Re- joke earlier. Re- recovery. <laughs> <laughs> so, credit to him. So um, are you putting him on? I almost want to for the for the culture. But there's no there's no stats to back this up. I don't know what if he's a you know if he's a goal a game sort of guy. But let's throw Cunnington. We'll do on the it list. because Matt would have put it on if he was here. Probably. Yeah. Um. With Cunnington, I was reading an article you mm. know on the AFL app earlier today. Do you reckon it was a deliberate use of the description, the kangaroos on baller? Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> do you reckon? Or do you think it was just accidental and it fits too well? I think it just fits. Yeah. Um, I think Riley Riley Thilthorpe for Adelaide as he well. He can kick a goal. He loves a goal. He loves a goal. In place of Elliot Himmelberg. Oh, is he out? I missed the outs. Omitted. Oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, Michion. Yeah, lock in the Thil. Thil will get you. The torpedo, <laughs> the torpedo, the illest, illest torpedo. Uh, how many do we lock need? Lock that in for the for the recap next week for the time on. Are we aiming for a certain amount of bags? Uh just snakes? a few. Doesn't need to be heaps, but Ollie Henry's back for the pies. Oh, he doesn't. I doesn't almost mind a fourth quarter goal. Yeah, 
Doesn't mind a sneaky one. I assume Sammy Day's on the bench. No, there's too many. Nah, Chol's. Chol had his streak broken, right? He, he kicked zero goals three against the Hawks, mm. which is very disappointing. So now old um, sausage boy Fritch down in Melbourne is the only person to kick a goal every game this season and might go on to do so. Um, but Chol in the wet. Chol in the wind. No good, no zero goals three. Yeah. Because he always kicks close to the post anyway. So any wind, no good. Post action. Yeah. Post action or well and truly behind. Yeah. Wide ball. Um trolling the wet. Different beast. Yep. Loves a loves a crumb. Loves a slippery goal. Uh, loves a bit of soccer action. Um, but he's not returning. There's actually quite a few quite a few ins that uh, Reasonably regular goal scorers this week because mm. um, Switkowski Diamonds is back as well for Freya. Oh, yeah. Put him on the list. Uh, yeah. Put him down as Switty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a pretty pretty good asset. Ooh, Matt is shooing in Collingwood. Oh, boo. All right. I'll put it in. I don't like it. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a. I can't believe he's. That's done that. definitely not a shoe in, by any means. Uh yeah, no. Um, I can't type. He's MJ a brave man. Would. Yep. Well, we'll see. Uh, I won't ask him for snag baggers because we'll be here all night. <laughs> We've got. We've got five. I think that's pro- probably pretty solid. Yeah, that's probably another good. obvious one you want to chuck on. Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty happy. Uh, maybe. Oh, nah, nah, nah. That's it for me. Nah, I don't like the amount of port players we picked, but there's a lot of port players, but it's the bombers, so who knows? Um, yeah, no, I'm happy with that. Pretty good. And we move on to the news. <laughs> um, before we get to the news... Oh, fuck. I just did the song. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Um, I got distracted by Matt's message. Speaking of... Get shook by the Collingwood shoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just all sorts of confused and angry, basically. <laughs> um, speaking of snagbaggers... Yeah. There was a very nice little... Cumberland snag reference in the recap in the time on earlier that I picked up and didn't comment on before the end of that recap. Glad I could. Yeah. Um, Very nice. Well yeah. done. I kind of have to every time I see him. Yeah. yeah. All I can think of is sausages. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. No, good one. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, uh, AFL News. Same song that we just did. Yeah. Yep. Play, cool. Just skip back and then and skip, then skip back ahead. Yeah, just yeah. remember how many seconds it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Uh, retirements <laughs> galore too. Electric Boogaloo. So, we obviously touched on some retirements already in the programming. Yep. In uh, the yeah. regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, we've got Bye Bye Big Boy this week. Sad. With your oh. bloke calling it quits at the end of the season. Yeah, Big Ben played his, played his 250th and is uh, now retiring in, what, three games time or whatever? So, yeah. Yeah, yep. poor fella. Credit to him, though. 250. Yep. Good knock. Who will be club captain? Ooh. Great question. Yep. Because I think there's a handful of boys in the vice captaincy. Well, I think I think like O'Meara 
might be in yeah, the possibly. Captaincy, but I don't I don't know if he. There's an interesting group in Hawthorne of like older players, you know. Yeah. McAvoy, Gunston, um, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Sicily. Oh, Sicily. Sicily. Yeah, no, it's probably Sicily. Probably Sicily. Yeah, yeah, it's probably yeah, Sicily. Yeah. Um, and then there's <laughs> the a bunch of... The always escapes my brain yeah, and, thinking about players. And then there's a bunch of younger players and then there's, you know, a couple of middles, you know, Mitchell, O'Meara. But I don't yeah. know if they would pick up full captaincy. Yeah, no. But no, I think Sicily's probably got it locked in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good call. That's our shoe in for Hawthorne <laughs> captaincy next year. <laughs> I think he is one of the vice captains, so... Yeah, makes sense. Uh, um Lock it. Beauty. Um, is that a market? You bet on that? Uh, I don't think so. Only, only. Uh, it's bullshit. A couple of next coaches up there. I know that much. Giants. Mark McVay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, bad week to be a Josh Kennedy fan. Yeah. So obviously Josh Kennedy got a big bag over in Eagles Land in the nest. Um, but Josh Kennedy the Swan. Also retiring um, pretty much immediately just due to injury that he picked up another injury while he was trying to make his comeback again through the VFL. Uh, so that's going to be time on his career. Uh, someone was cutting onions in the Swans room during the video of his announcement. <laughs> <laughs> um, but club champion, premiership player, uh, currently holds the most um, contested possessions, I think, record at the moment for the AFL history. Well, since I've been tracking it, but we'll probably get overtaken by Paddy Dangerfield or Joel Selwood because they're not that far behind and they'll play a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but midfield bull. I've got some useless AFL go. stats on this. Team, yeah, go which on. Which is great. Go so, on. JK and JK, no two players uh, with the same name <laughs> have ever had careers which merged together more identically than the than the Josh Kennedys. You're joking. Uh, concluding with them retiring just days apart. Both had just two seasons with their first club before forging a much more illustrious career at their second. Josh Kennedy, West Coast, is the <laughs> is the only second is only the second player after Gary Ablett Senior to kick seven hundred plus goals at the second club. And Josh Kennedy, Sydney, is the only player to have seven thousand plus disposals at the second club. And there's a graph of something. <laughs> <laughs> Games played. It's a graph of games played and it is... They merge and it's like basically... At, at it's one, the, the same worm. Yeah, well, what uh, Josh Kennedy Sydney looks like he started, what, a year after? Mm-hmm. Yep. Started a year after and then after a small little bit, a couple of seasons, they literally merge into the same worm and then end mere days apart. Outrageous. You're joking. Yep. JK, JK. <laughs> no, it's not a joke. You're not just kidding? No, I'm not just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think this might be proof of the multiverse theory, right? And we've just got <laughs> <laughs> we've got two of the Josh Kennedys in the same one. <laughs> Doctor Strange fucked up, left, left, <laughs> left something behind. <laughs> uh, uh. And low-key um, Callum Twoney, Twomey called out on Twitter that pick three in the 2001 draft has to be the best selection for any club ever, allegedly, mm. which was Josh Kennedy, West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yep. 405 games, 850 goals, 21 seasons, two premierships, one Brownlow, one Norm Smith, two Coleman's, and nine All-Australians. 
pretty decent career. Not to bad. Pretty decent. I'd say combined stats, those two are going to hold a pretty strong record for uh, combined stats by players with the same name for the history of the AFL. I think I for a while, though. For a while, one. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, so, sad to see a couple more legends go, but, you know, such is life. Yep. And the rest. Uh, quick little side news as well. Uh, Sam Darcy is lining up for his debut this week. Ooh. And there's a photo of him getting carried out by Luke Darcy. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a face that unlocked a core memory from watching footy back in the day. <laughs> yeah, I just hadn't yeah, absolutely. seen Luke Darcy in years, but I mean, you look at his pointy head and you're like, yep. Yep, that's him. That man's engraved in my brain. We've seen him before. Yep. Mum's a big um, Dockies fan too. So oh, actually. I'm very familiar with that jersey as well and all the players from that iteration of the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a suggestion going around. People are saying that Sam should carry his dad out. <laughs> <laughs> Completing the circle. Um, Luke Darcy's currently 47 years of age. <laughs> Probably weighs a little bit more than the three-year-old did. Um, but uh, it's been suggested a fireman carry. That would be great. That would be great. And they should run out to Circle of Life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I believe it's third generation Darcy too. Oh yeah, it is. AFL. That was another thing. I think it's the only third generation father son thing so far as well. Yeah, it could be. It could be. I haven't. I haven't really had it. I I remember seeing something about a third generation father son, and that would make sense. Mm, It probably would be. Um, That makes sense. Pretty outrageous. Uh, I don't have any more AFL news. Uh, I do not either. Um, unless you wanted to try and make a quick prediction on oh. who's going to squeeze into the eight at the end of the season. Yeah, all right. Hold on. Now, my thoughts are... Do you want to pick bottom four or the eight? Or well, not bottom four, eight? but just... Well, basically, uh, I think Fremantle's locked in. So, I think one to six is in, basically, yeah, okay. with the 13 wins. Um, so, it's just the last two spots. Uh, Richmond? Richmond takes one of them. Yep. Uh, Carlton losing this week. Yep. And Hawthorne will probably beat them just for the shits. <laughs> uh, the week after. So probably Bulldogs. I think Richmond Bulldogs take 7 8. In that order as well. Mm, interesting. Yep. Richmond Bulldogs. not And St Kilda's losing both of their games. Brisbane then Sydney. So they're yep. not. Yeah, Bulldogs are going to leap them and Carlton's going to miss out on percentage to the Bulldogs. Yep. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. You said the Carlton-Hawthorne game was in Tassie? Uh, from I earlier? do believe so. Because oh. if so, that... No, Carlton-Collingwood is their last game. Oh, so sorry. That's, that's two, two confirmed losses then. Melbourne-Collingwood has to be two losses. Yeah. Who do I have... Maybe it was Bulldogs that play... Wait, someone plays the... Someone plays the fucking Hawks. I said it just before. <laughs> it, is, it's, it, is the, it is the Bulldogs. It the, is Bulldogs the Bulldogs play the Hawks. Oh, there you go. That makes it tougher, actually, because that does make it, it is actually in Tassie. Launceston, yeah. Utah's. Well, I think Carlton has two confirmed losses. I think St. Kilda has two confirmed losses. I think Richmond have a go. 
So, oh yeah, Richmond have Essendon to finish the finish. Hawks the and season. Essendon, so they're going to win at least one. Yep. So I think Richmond locked in the seventh. Yep. Bulldogs eighth. Yeah, I think they're more likely to beat Hawthorne than Carlton is to beat anyone. Yeah. Yep. Especially with Crips out. Yep. I don't see that. Yes, I don't exactly. see that getting turned over. No. No way. They can appeal all they want. Doesn't mean it'll change anything. No, exactly. No uh, no DR well, they're already at DRS stage and I don't think it's gonna drag reduction the system. Uh yes. F one in it. <laughs> They've already referred it to the third umpire. Oh, sorry, decision, <laughs> decision review system. Oh, okay. Right, well, thank you for um, appeasing Echoing. my need for a yeah, fucking prediction. Yeah. Are you gonna put a put a bet on the top eight now? <laughs> oh, I might just suss that real quick. Give me a second. Uh, in other news, we can move on to other news. Yeah. As so, well while you're uh, doing Cameron Smith, uh, not the rugby player, not the rugby player. <laughs> Uh, Aussie legend golfer who just won the Open Championship with his beautiful mullet and seedy moustache. Yeah. Uh, allegedly has accepted a $1.4 million... It's fucking $1.4 million sheet bag. <laughs> yeah. 140 sheets from the Saudis to go join the Live Tour. And who can blame him? Every time I see Live, though, I think... I think they're fucking... I think they're talking about a Super Bowl. Because Roman numerals and that. Well, that's what it is. It is Roman numerals because of the amount of holes that they play per tournament. Oh fuck! <laughs> so it is that it's people just, just keep, call it yeah, the live it's, tour. It's going to keep getting me then. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, West, bold move. Yeah, Western Bulldogs three dollars ten to make top eight. Ooh. So it goes Richmond dollar ten, Carlton dollar thirty three, Bulldogs three dollars ten, St Kilda five dollars. That's worth a shout. And then just double down. Go three dollars ten to make, and then three dollars twenty for Carlton to miss, and just hit them both ways. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just hit them with us us. Ooh ah. Nice, not okay. too bad. Um, but yes, credit to Cameron Smith. I I would be taking it. Mm. Yes, it's you know dirty, dirty Saudi money, Saudi oil money, but you know also the most popular and richest sport in the game being football. They are very is much very much funded by said blokes. Well, the whole fucking Newcastle United is... The whole is, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they're sports washing themselves so hard right now. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, you know. Get the money, fly around the, on that very fancy jet that they have. Nah, fuck the jet. What, you want a boat instead? Yeah, I want a boat. I want a yacht. <laughs> you can be more relaxing. Get play shipped mini golf around like Bezos. Just <laughs> <laughs> giant boats. I still, uh, his, his new mega yacht's getting made or something and probably cost him a billion dollars. So. Has it made it out to the ocean yet or are they still deconstructing and reconstructing bridges around it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd be cheaper to just blow them up <laughs> and then actually make them again. Fucking hell. I'm sure he could facilitate the remaking in a couple of days as well. Yeah, I mean... Two-day two delivery prime, on the bridges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy. Uh, um, I don't have any other sports news. No, me neither. I just wanted to put that in there for an Aussie uh, battler getting paid. Getting paid big dollars. Absolutely. Uh, but football in it. Bit of football in it. Yeah. Now, there's one thing that wraps up the, the first week for me. Go on. It's May 2023. Liverpool sit one point behind Man City with three games to go. 
Liverpool fans. If only we had won against Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look. That's what we felt like literally this season with any of the games that we should have won and drew. So mm. Could be very much the same. Um, disappointing start. I'm going to say pack it up for me and you. Right, they're done. Their season's toast. It's Unless over. they make some really ballsy lineup choices. What and start Ronaldo? Yeah, so I mean, you can draw some more penalties. Some the, start some one of the greatest goal scorers of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, ballsy. Um, but yeah, pack, pack up Man U, pack up Liverpool. Their season's done as well. Clearly, hey! <laughs> <laughs> I cannot agree with that less. Man U's getting relegated, and Liverpool's going to be you know bottom six. <laughs> <laughs> Lord no, please. No. It, look, if if United sign Finky De Jong, they might be they might have a midfield that can fucking do <laughs> do something. Cause their issue was at the start that fucking Fred only knows how to pass the ball short and sideways. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got the hustle for the press, mm. but very much short and sideways and a little bit backwards. Yep, yep. McTominay brings you know holding midfield energy mm-hmm. doesn't fucking pass the ball <laughs> loves it loves a progressive run <laughs> Ericsson started as a false nine I think with Bruno right behind him I think that's just fucking weird none of this sounds conducive to one another <laughs> no get them a real holding midfielder uh Keep Ericsson on because he can break the lines with some amazing through balls. Mm-hmm. Fernandez is a washed up. No, he's not <laughs> washed up. But he likes doing his own thing. If you keep him free roaming or whatever, put Ronaldo on or mm-hmm. fucking, I don't know, buy a striker yeah. that actually presses. <laughs> fuck me. It's simple. It's easy. Or it should be. I mean, it should be for a club of United status, but exactly. whatever. Supposedly... Fenke's not getting transferred because he wants his deferred wages from Barcelona before he leaves. Because he took deferred wages during COVID and their, you know, Barcelona's huge economic <laughs> downturn. <laughs> but still signing players somehow. But still owing a lot of money to a lot of people. So the great news about that <laughs> is uh, I haven't seen anything updated on this. So as I'm aware, it's still ongoing. They are unable uh, to register three of their new signings, I believe, <laughs> including Lower. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so just like, I don't know, one of the big boys they wanted to. I think it was, oh, I forget the other two, but it's hilarious. It's for financial fair play because mm. you can't just keep borrowing shitloads of money to sign everyone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, And the league exactly. is like... what. What are you doing? Come on. Uh, hey. You can't do that. <laughs> Prove that you made money. And they're like, oh, fuck, we can't Ooh. do that. I'm part-time. Part-time <laughs> in the Champions League. See in the Europa League, boys. <laughs> um, but which, which they could do very well in just quietly. The Europa League? Yeah. Barcelona. Maybe if they... If they if they can play some of these <laughs> players that they've just signed, they might just mop the floor with oh, the rest no. of the Europa League. I've just I've just played a video in the background. I hope we don't get copyright struck. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, it's absolutely fucking nuts that they just can't register anyone. It's hilarious. Um, I hope that hasn't been rectified and I hope Lewandowski somehow doesn't end up playing and Barcelona realise how fucked they are. (laughs) (laughs) It's just hilarious. Um, But yeah, sorry, in the actual prem, I've got nothing else. Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, Great start by Tottenham. Autoplay. Another autoplay. I'm looking I'm looking to see if there's any updates. Yeah, nice. Fair enough. Great start by Tottenham with a 4-1 win. Um, amazing what can happen. You can actually score more than two goals when you have more than two blokes on your team that can score. Interesting. Works out nice like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, Arsenal, solid win. Man City, solid win. Bournemouth? Interesting. Yeah. Got unusual. The, got the win over Villa. Yeah, I don't know. I'm worried about Villa now. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. Uh, although I still see them beating Everton this week. It is, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But still troublesome. Um, a bit like, you know, Liverpool's draw, but that's okay. At least they scored. Twice. Villa, twice. Villa had I nothing think, going I think low-key Nunez might be starting this week. Uh, Ooh, interesting. Given that, I don't know, every game he's been subbed on for, he's scored now. So Yeah, would make sense. Probably a good decision to throw him on there. I would back it. Um, and it's against Palace, so yeah, yeah hopefully a W. And the um, the Saudi boys, Newcastle, had a couple goal win as well. Yeah, surprising that, isn't it? Mm. That you can just buy everyone and then win the game. And it works out. Interesting. Yeah. Callum Wilson's looking good, though, actually. Mm. Uh, Sport were like, oh, is this the return of the, the out-and-out striker this season? And United's like, huh? Went huh? to field a striker? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> but yeah, Callum Wilson, old mate fucking Mitrovic for Fulham. Fucking dickhead. <laughs> uh, the first person in like a decade to dribble past Virgil van Dijk and make him fuck up. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Liverpool win their next game like 1-0 out of defensive spite and they just go down and score once and then just, and then just set up a back. brick wall. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but also we have Holland now in the in the Prem and mm. Nunez. So it's like, yeah, strikers are very much... Big boys are back yep. in a large way. Yeah, definitely. When Pep, when Pep gets rid of his no-striker setup, you know it's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, hopefully Liverpool actually pull their fucking heads in. And it'd be funny if we just went and signed Fanky de Jong instead of <laughs> instead of United. Yeah. All right. Beauty. Stole my word. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, we can we, we can we can roll time. it back if you'd like. <laughs> uh, I'm just making sure I've got nothing else, but I don't think yeah, I do. I don't think I have any uh late items either. No late mail. Might just check um status oh. of Actually, I've got another funny. Yeah, go on. Uh, so as we as we know, we've covered it before. Romelu Lukaku mm-hmm. signed to Chelsea for just under a hundred million pound euro pound. That's pound. Yep. Has been loaned back to Inter, who they bought him from for yep. just one season. Mm-hmm. After one season, sorry. Timo Werner was signed, you know, a season before that, I think, uh, for just under fifty mil. Mm-hmm. Has been now sold back to Leipzig. For 25 mil. Where they bought him from. 
getting fleeced at Chelsea. Yep. They're getting fucking rickrolled. They and also... Clearly don't know how to cut a deal. Barcelona also just keep buying all their <laughs> transfer targets. So, I don't know who's playing striker there. Kai Havertz, Kai Havertz for Cam slash striker slash centre forward. Raheem Sterling is going to be scoring all their goals off left wing. Yeah, I guess so. Interesting. Yeah, they need to um, they need to send a couple of copies of old um Donny's book, <laughs> <laughs> The Art of the Deal, to Chelsea management. I think they got no idea. Get, getting getting screwed. Watch Lukaku get fit in Italy again on that delicious Italian food and Dude, have a great he, season. <laughs> he thrives on pasta. Yeah. <laughs> like legitimately though, he yeah. must just come to England and go, oh yeah, Fuck, fish and <laughs> chips. <laughs> if he went to the Scottish Prem, he'd be, he'd be <laughs> fucked. He'd be eating nothing but scotch eggs <laughs> and he'd be huge. Oh, well, I mean, He's already a big unit. Yeah, he's not a small guy. No, no, exactly. Yep. Oh, well. Um, Look, I'm out of content. Yeah, me too. Maddie, um, what do you reckon? Oh, yeah, guys. I reckon it's time to finish up. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Maddie. Well Thanks done. for trying it in. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. See you next week. Hooray. What's going on? <laughs> Oh shit! No, we haven't flipped the coin. Oh, oh, wow, that was. We, oh we, my god! I almost, almost pressed cut too. We almost in before it's Matt's fucking week. <laughs> oh, you're joking! Stand by. Oh, it's me. Oh, that's all right then. That works. Can't believe we almost forgot the most important part of the show. Every, everyone's here for it, so it's. It's not in the um. It's not in the outline. That's template. why I I made a couple of updates to the outline as well, like the um. The the, the template situation. Yeah, the outline yeah. template. Um, but that needs to go in there. I didn't open it, so I didn't see the. Yeah, no, fair enough. Didn't know Good option. What, didn't know what was due. Alrighty. Now I'm not sure if it's gonna ping, but I'm gonna make a noise anyway. I muted my laptop. Okay, are yep. you ready? Yep. Heads. It was tails. Fuck's sake, never fails, does it? Never fails. I'm really not very good at this. Never fails. Heads was due too. Ah! Heads is always due. Heads has been never due fails. for about a fucking decade. Could always do with a little more heads. No one would say no to heads, but a bit overdue, but tails never fails. And on that bombshell. <laughs> See you next week. Uro. Yeah, fucking shut off, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>